where they don't want to rush it right to nine, so they give us a little bit of a, 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 a lagging for a while, which is the list. <laughs> All right, we're not even asking you to make the amends. We just want you to make a list. <laughs> because usually the biggest problem with the step is the resistance to doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so they really attempt to make it super, super, super available by, all right, made, we'll throw in step eight, made a list. Right? Yeah. Yeah, we need to make up. We need to make up twelve. So we've got eleven. So we'll add an, a list in to make it twelve. Made a list. Made a list, and then step eight and a half would be, no, step step eight and a quarter win would be lost the list. Step eight and a half would be found the list, and then step nine. Yeah. That would take up a few months. You know what I mean? Yeah. Of dragging our feet. Yeah, and then yeah. the get step nine. Yeah. We'll get you a few more chips. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. goes totally against the program strategy of self-centeredness. Completely against it. To admit, you know, to uh, make amends and to admit our role in things. Hmm. That's the last freaking pot thing it wants to do. That's why it took eight steps to get it ready for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Right. Can you imagine if the first step was step nine? Nobody <laughs> would have recovered. <laughs> yeah. they, they would have just had a one-step program, step eight, which is make a list. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just make a list and leave it lying around. Make a yeah. list and yeah. then uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah with others why you won't do the list. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we're going to draw you, we're going to give you a, a, a printout. Ones you don't, ones you're willing to make, ones you don't want to make, ones you're never gonna make. Yeah, <laughs> just keep making it easier and easier. <laughs> right, right. Can that's, you hear me? Yeah, I can. I think let's, we. Uh, let's. Should we? Um, I think we already. I'll just. I'll Dave, just give a bit of a. Shall I yeah, just give a bit of a kick off? Uh, I'll just kick off and say, just hi everyone. Dave, just I'm remember. gonna go to the. Uh, Dave, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I think we. I went out there for a second. No, you're, you're I'm good. Just you're good. We're good. All right. I got the phone ready. Yeah, it's I all made right. a list today. I brought the yeah, phone. You can make a list of things to do. Yeah, it's good. Right. All right. So why don't we uh, do your do your skit thing? Yeah. Your, uh, <laughs> My skit. Yeah. Da, 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 da. yeah. Right. Um, yeah. That's yeah. That parrot snuffed it. How's that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, hi everyone. Welcome to Paul H's uh, reflections on the twelve steps and everything else that he he wants to talk about, including lists. Um, just to say, See, I'm not hearing not... you well. Uh, can everyone hear us? Hear me all right? Except for Paul. Yeah. Yeah. Well, later on, when he needs to do questions, he's going to need to switch anyway. All right. <laughs> so, just a reminder: this is not an AA meeting. It's being recorded, so it's um. So just hey, Mike, I'm going to go on the uh, phone. I'm going on the phone. Okay, good. I'm going to go to the phone. It's uh, I'm not hearing you guys well. All right, granddad. Good. All right, hold <laughs> on. Yeah. All right, so as I say, just to say, while well, Paul's sorting that out, 
this is not an AA meeting. If you want to get, if you like it, you've never been here before. I say the same thing every week. But if, you, if you've never been here, his website is zenbitchslap.com and he's got a new website, which is very tasty, hey. very nice. So, um, which was, which uh, Dimitri is, uh, was very much involved in. And uh, oh, it's good to see Dimitri. I've not seen him in a while. So, yeah. So, um, as I said, it's not an AA meeting. If you want to go to zenbitchslap.com, you'll see all these videos, his documents, and you can buy uh, some of his books if you wish, which I would highly recommend. And uh, with that, I think, is he, is he back in the room somewhere? Has anyone seen him? No? Mm-hmm. I got him. Oh, there he is. Got you. Oh, that's better. All right, Paul. So with that, it's over to you, mate. All right. So what is it? We decided step eight. Step eight and nine. Okay. Uh, step eight and nine. <laughs> so first, you again, we're looking at step eight and nine from the same view. I'm just going to keep laying it out because it gets uh, distorted if I don't keep repeating it. So uh, we're taking a certain view of the steps and the applications of the steps and how to proceed in the steps and how to view the steps and principles based on a statement, a pivotal statement on page 64, which Bill W, knowing it or not, separates the root of the problem and us. Yeah, so it says being convinced, uh, which is the condition for most of the steps, you know, which is, and in this case, being convinced means to believe with certainty, basically through your own observation and and hopefully the identification uh, about alcoholism and that occurred by attending meetings and hearing other people's shares about their feelings, thoughts and stuff. So being convinced self, being convinced that self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. Uh, if, uh, if we're convinced of that, we are now going to look at itself's common manifestations. And then the next paragraph is resentment is the number one offender and goes off on that. So in this certain uh, view of the program, self is seen as the root of the problem and it's defeating us through its manifestations and us is emphasized in this case as other than self. So self and us are completely other. And my feeling is how self has the carte blanche to manifest considerably throughout our lives is that we're identified as it. And it talks to us as us through the, the mental states. Yeah, so through the narrative that's going on in one's head, and then the memories of the same person that's being narrated now, and then the worries and fears about the same person that's going to be projected to be around in the future. So this constant obsession with self reinforces the identification as self. The obsession with self isn't the root of the problem. The obsession with self reinforces the identification as self. And this is just the view I'm sharing. So the obsession, all the obsessions with self, which are many, and volume and weight and time and effects, all of that is used to reinforce the identification as self. To the point that 
we live a life in a lot of ways trying to get out of self as self. Now, we may recognize the first self as something other than us, but we're recognizing it as self. And therefore, self can't get out of self. Though we beg to differ because we've been trying as Paul to get out of self for a long time. And obviously, it hasn't been successful. And then Paul blames itself for all the failures. But basically, it's impossible for the system to transcend the system. You have to see you're not of the system. And that's the freedom from the system. So I just want to put that out again because uh, you've heard it here. Yeah, I wasn't hearing this, uh, this kind of view when I was going to the meetings early on and I hadn't heard it for a long time. And I actually heard about this idea that matched my experience in recovery from outside recovery. And then there was an application of that idea to this recovered life and I'm sharing from its effects really. And uh, yeah, so the relief from the bondage of self is uh, a freedom from the bonding activity, which is believing in the thoughts that are of self, believing in the story of self and believing in a future as self. Yeah, that's, that's the freedom from the bondage of self. So basically you're free to be here and to be available to whatever's happening. You have an immunity to what's not happening and a lot of other incredible byproducts. <laughs> to tell you the truth, you may see that you're of service even when you're not doing service. You'll see that you're being put to use. You'll see that recovery is the greatest recyclable, recyclable event because it's taken what I thought had no value and has produced a huge amount of value for it. So, I mean, why wouldn't I let that, which I can't do to let that be done by something greater than myself? It's just the way of life. It's just the principle of AA. Perhaps there's a better way, trusting something infinite rather than trusting something finite. So obviously there's an activity called trusting something finite this finite self. And then there's the possible, the better way is trusting something infinite. The trust is there or the faith is, is there. It's just what the faith is put in. So if the faith is put in a failed system, we get the consequences and the effects that we're living in now, which is a fear of not being taken care of, all this stuff that goes on. A lot of anxiety produced by you know, uh, a devotion to what's not happening, all this shit. So that faith that's in that failed system is going to be moved by the program to a reliable system. Just like, you know, if you transplanted a plant that's not doing well in a certain corner in your house and, it, and the pot's too small and it's not getting enough sun, it's, it's, its capabilities, its possibilities are being severely limited by its location. If you moved it, put it in a bigger pot, put it in the light, gave it some water, it would reach its potential. That's what the program of AA is. It's allowing us to reach a potential that's been an unsuspected inner condition because we've been enslaved to a parasitical takeover, in my view. And this is about freedom from the bondage of self.
freedom because freedom can't stand alone. Freedom as self is a form of bondage. It's freedom from the bondage of self. It's not just freedom. Yeah, people call, think of freedom like I can do whatever I want. Yeah, or shit like that. Or, or you can't do anything I want to me that I don't want to me, shit like that. No, it's freedom from the bondage of self. That's a different condition. So, all right. So step eight, we were joking about it, but it is sort of funny, you know, <laughs> not to rush us into step nine, God forbid. It may cause a traumatic event. They gave us after step six and seven, which there is no after step six and seven. The formal six and seven of, you know, going after you do the fifth step and taking an hour break and then taking the book down and seeing if you've done the best you could with the previous steps. And then you say, okay, God, I'm entirely ready to have you remove these things. And you ask that power to do it. That's a formal event that becomes a, a frequent activity as you stay sober to me. I don't think six and seven is done once and then it goes dormant. I think it's what is applied when alcoholism is seen by the host. When the host called Paul or whatever, when the host sees alcoholism, it brings it to six and seven. You wanna call it the defects. Well, the defects or the manifestations of self are heralding the, uh, the, the, of self being in the vicinity. So before it captures you once again, you want to bring, bring it up to step six and seven. So, all right, so we do six and seven, seven formally. And then instead of going right to nine, because of the incredible compassion of our founders, they give us step eight, which is, all right, make a list of the people, you know, <laughs> make a list. It could have been combined with nine, but, you know, make a list of the persons you've harmed and become willing to make amends to them all. Now, you don't make the list and sit there and then force a becoming willing. Yeah, it's not like, all right, I'm going to become willing right now. It's the program has made you willing where before you were unwilling. So the program will continue to make you willing for the next challenge that that the steps present. So hopefully we're at the state of being willing. And usually we look at uh, the amends we need to make from the fourth step uh, data, so to speak. So we look at the fourth step and then we, and then uh, we see, all right, the people we need to make amends. And then there's other further amends that had nothing to do with fear, resentment, or sex, like, <clears throat> Maybe they had to do with fear. I robbed the store or stuff. But the person who I had harmed, I had no real vendetta against them and shit. So I'm, I have to put them on the list also. And the way I was shown to do it was, all right, Paul, I know there's a huge resistance of you doing anything. So let's make a three-column list. What amends are you willing to do now, you know, if you had an opportunity? All right. Or I'll make amends to dead people. I'm willing to do that. So right down there. And then, all right, what ones don't you, you don't want to do, but you, you know, you'll begrudgingly get to. All right, I made that list. And then what's the ones you never want to do? And then I wrote that down. And then the willingness, because 
there's a momentum that builds in the steps. Like step one doesn't just stay step one. It pushes you through step two and then pushes you into step three. And then that momentum pushes you into the working steps. And then you have momentum and you do something, which is the working steps. You actually do something and you do write the inventory and therefore the power is still there. And now to me, the ninth step was the most, uh, well, it was the most uh, influential step in my experience. Yeah, because I was beholden to the old strategies of the parasite. My whole strategy was not to, to avoid everything at all costs. So a, a large part of what I call my life was really a storage unit of undealt with shit with all the windows down and no circulation. So I was sort of like a walking dead, yeah? Because I was totally, totally captured by my past by not dealing with it, yeah? And uh, the amends was just so damn freeing, yeah? So I always use this one example of step nine. And uh, I got sober in San Francisco and San Francisco, is renowned for lack of parking. It's very difficult to find parking. And if you park illegally, you get a big, uh, a big ticket. It costs you a lot of money. And I used to go to a meeting in an area called North Beach. It was like an Italian area on Thursday night. Loved the meeting, but it was very difficult to find parking. And I always avoided this one street, even though I, there could be parking on it. I wouldn't go down that street because there was a market there called Rossi's Market. And I had lived near the end of my, uh, my alcoholic career. I had lived in that neighborhood uh, for about six or eight months. And I used to steal from that market. I used to go in there with one of those long uh, overcoats and steal like a thin steak, like a uh, flank steak or something. And then in the back and put two 16 ounce beers in the front. And I'd walk out and that, that would be my carbohydrates. I don't know what I was going to do with the steak. I don't know, but I got it. All right. So therefore, and every day, basically I did it and I never got caught. Yeah. But I was already caught because now I got sober and the old strategy was, I don't want to fucking deal with anything. So I, I'm not even going to drive down that street because I, I was successfully not thinking about Rossi's market until Thursday night when I had to go into that neighborhood. And then the thoughts would come up, fuck, you know, so I would avoid it. So one day I just decided to make an amends. Yeah. And I went in there. I asked one of the cash register people, uh, where's the manager? So this is upstairs. I went upstairs, knocked on the door and I was taught when I made amends to always speak about I'm in a program I'm in a program of recovery so I told them yeah I used to live here I stole from your store I don't know exactly how much it was oh here's 55 dollars and I'm in a program recovery and this is part of my recovery from the from alcoholism and so the guy was sort of flabbergasted he took the money and I left and I never thought of Rossi's market again yeah so it was a perfect example of the failed principle. I had all that dead space called Paul's life. So I felt dead in a lot of day, days, even sober. Yeah. And then, 
AA allowed that space to be reclaimed, opened the windows and circulated it. And I got so jazzed by the amends from the beginning ones, I just went and did them all, all that I could. And uh, I have that experience, you know, of not shutting the door on the past because that was my solution to it. Not shutting the door in the past, and yet a, a huge party broke out on the other side of the door that was driving me fucking crazy <laughs> for years. So perhaps there's a better way. Yeah, facing my facing the music, and I did, and I felt, you know, what came back was a aliveness. Really, I just felt jazzed up. I felt uh, I'd been missing out of my own life for so long. I didn't even recognize what it would feel like to feel like good, yeah, without injecting something or anything. I felt good. I had a sense of well-being. And, uh, yeah, so that's my little take on eight or nine. I could go on nine. Um, yeah. Some of the things that happened when uh, I first did my ninth step, the first at time, I refused to do certain things. Like I had warrants out for my arrest in another county. And I just, I didn't want to go to jail. And uh, it was two of them. So I talked to my sponsor at the time. I said, I'm not doing it. And then the funny thing was, as I stayed sober, uh, I met this lady. And this lady, unbeknownst to me, she was in the program, was an assistant district attorney. And so she checked out my uh, record, you know, to see if I was a prime dating candidate. And she told me, you know, Paul, you have a couple of warrants up for your arrest. And I said, yeah. And she says, do you want me to help you deal with it? So a year before that, I was never going to do it. And I had become willing over that year. And I was willing to do it. And the program gave me a little bit of help called this lady. And she helped me uh, walk through the process and I didn't go to jail. I had to pay some fines and there it was, it was done. So even though you feel like you're not willing now, you probably will be if you just stay with the program. Yeah. And uh, there you go. Thanks. Wow. Thank you very much, Paul. That's great. Um, there's actually a question I want to ask, but I'll let everyone else come in first, but that's uh Fantastic. We've got uh, three questions to start off. Um, start off with uh, Hillary. Um, and Hillary, who you asked, who mentioned something earlier on, she says, um, how does the principle of brotherly love and forgiveness uh, fit into step eight? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> step eight is making a list. So yeah. uh, hopefully in step four, when you're doing your inventory, you're supposed to look at the people that you felt harmed you as perhaps being sick as you are. And then the, the principle of AA is love and tolerance. Mm -hmm. So hopefully uh, meetings and how meetings, even though the members that are at the meeting may not be loving and tolerant, the meeting is. So hopefully that's given you a few, a few clues, but uh, I don't, you know, I would say you, you're not going to get brotherly love out of the eighth step. You may bring it into the eighth step. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
And before we go on to, I'm sorry, layer and stuff. I just want to, a bit, bit greedy, a bit selfish here, um, because I, I shared on it. Uh, I think it was night last night or the day before. I can't remember. Um, and the comment was because I sort of rushed through this. I don't know if I rushed through, but I certainly wanted to get through it and get it done. And there's sort of, I guess, there's different schools of thought about, well, not just step eight, but all the steps. But it was, you know, some people do it slowly, some some do it quick. I mean, how was it for you? And and what what would you recommend? Well, again, it's on a person-to-person level, yeah, Mm -hmm. in my view. I think, you know, the program is the program. It's laid out. Now, how you're going to be directed in the program or how to, you know, uh, put yourself in the position to be affected by the program, I don't think is as rigid as the principles and the 12 steps are, they're not rigid. They're they're just there and they don't change. So Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, My feeling is it's the step. It's really nice when the step is uh, accompanied by an understanding and to rush certain people through a step when there's no understanding of the step to me can be of harm in a way can be of a disservice. So, okay. Yeah. So I feel uh, the understanding if when you really understand, like one of the first big revelations of a recovered life is seeing your role in things, even maybe if it's just a small seeing us, you know, but that is just the beginning of, uh, you know, they talk about the main principle of, you know, a higher power is the archway through, you know, is the, the cornerstone of the archway to freedom. Well, one of the main art stones in the archway to freedom is seeing your role in things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I don't feel with, without that understanding, uh, yeah. So I'm, uh, again, each patient though, they may have the same disease is demonstrating different quirks around it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I feel there needs to be an understanding in a certain way. And, uh, yeah. And I don't think it's ready made. I think you either, either you, you've already gotten it and been denying it for years and then you stop denying it or it starts building as you go to meetings and you identify with others like you. And then there's an understanding of really, what was going on that something had taken you over and was using you for transportation. I mean, to me, those are very valuable understandings. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. I, uh, I did a fourth step without really knowing what was going on. And, uh, but I did it in, in, you know, I did it, but there wasn't much, uh, oomph in it. I was reintroduced to it through Joe and Charlie seminars, which I recommend highly, their information. Mm. And then by them explaining to me the fourth column of the four column inventory, my role in things and me identifying with it, it made it a total, it, the first four step was like a real chore. The second one, I was really psyched you know, I was really jazzed up to do it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So understanding I feel is 
it can be it can be brought about by the program, but it's I I sometimes I feel that it's almost uh, an accompanies, especially the first three steps. The understanding doesn't come from the program; it comes from reflection. You know that you're powerless over alcohol and you're not managerial quality. So to me, that's an understanding <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> that we've had plenty of evidence. The point is there's been a denial of it. And what happens with the program is we take action through four through nine to state uh, uh, and like a, a rebuttal of that denial. Yeah, I'm going to mm -hmm. fucking do something for my recovery. And therefore it triggers some power, I feel. So, yeah. Okay, thank you very much. And uh, okay, over to Leah. Leah, over to you in Amsterdam. Hi, Paul. Thanks so much for taking the meeting. Um, hey. Alcoholic, good to see you again. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I'm making amends. And I have uh, three family members who could give a rat's ass if it's, uh, they're done for now. I, you know, obviously I don't, don't have a crystal ball. I don't know if it's forever, but um, are not interested whatsoever in hearing my amends. And I just wanted your thoughts and or feedback on that. Uh, well, it's, the amends are just in the doing of them, not in the outcome of them. Yeah. So our job is just to do them, how people respond and react. We can talk to our sponsor about. Yeah. But our job is to clean up our side of the street. And then again, maybe it's not the best thing to start with family members. Because there's a lot of undertow and undercurrents in the family dynamic that some of the family will be the last ones that will see you in a different light. Yeah. Because mm. they have their own thing going on, their own dynamics. Yeah. We're not all healthy. Yes. So people get used to you being a fuck up. And when you start changing in a weird unconscious level, they're unhappy about that because now they have to change their narrative and uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot of, I would, I wouldn't, uh, you know, this is why we have sponsors and stuff is to re you know, give a report about how it's going while we're doing the steps. Yeah. And uh, this would be helpful there. And probably someone will suggest you to take, Hey, shelve your family right now and go to make other amends. Yeah. Mm. Got it. Thank you. See, like my family, I was, I got in trouble since I was very young. Yeah. And so, uh, it was, it was obvious to me very quickly. Most of my family's members ideas of me weren't going to change, especially with me trying to change them. So it was just the way it is, yeah? I mean, certain things that you've done, uh, you may be over them, but other people aren't. So they keep the, f they keep the flame going, yeah? So that's none of my business. 
Got it. Yeah. It's none of my business. I made the amends. I don't treat other people like I treated them in the past. And that's about it. If someone, if something I seem to have done has left a tattoo on them, you know, I've done the best I can and you move on. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks, Leah. Thanks for that. Over to our mate Kaiser. How are you, mate? Hi there. Uh, hey, Paul. Um, the, my question's a, a little bit about, well, it's kind of about the 11th step. And the reason why I'm asking it is because it's really pertinent to what I'm going through right now. Um, I am working on my, on my ninth step now. This time through the eighth step, I don't have a lot of huge stuff. I've done it. Um, I, I've done a lot of amends. So now my ninth step isn't, is, isn't really, doesn't have a lot of momentum. Um, but coming into the Zoom room, I, I came into the Zoom room before uh, my life had like a, a huge alteration. And then uh, bringing it in the, the, the third step, um, I, I started getting relief and I was able to like uh, not, not worry as much, not all the anxiety. And I, oh, I, I'm traveling lighter. And each morning I do like an on awakening or which is kind of like an 11 step. And, and, it, and, it, and I've, been, I, I've been able to like stay, I mean, I don't want to say I'm here, but I'm not freaking out. I'm traveling a lot better, um, but I, I'm getting a little, the last three days, because I do it every day, I can start to sense very little teeny things, and for the last three days, I've noticed something that's just kind of small, and it, it feels, I wrote it down, it feels like there's a slight retraction of my conscious contact with the higher power. And I don't have like a huge God thing. I don't have like, it's not, it's not like I'm a, not like a mystical guy and I'm all, woo, this is awesome. But I do sense that I have a faith and something's working through me, which has relieved me from a lot of that. But then in the last three mornings, it's so subtle. It, it feels like there's a slight like retraction or like if there's a will starting to take its like will back and I'm just really in. Well, there you right there. Excuse me, Kaiser. That's yeah, where you yeah. take, that's where you bring, that's what you bring to step six and seven. So let's say you recognize the disease is attempting to take the will back and turn it into self will. Well, you're outmatched. This is, a, this is not a self-reliance program. It's a higher power reliance. So you bring it, you say, hey, I'm entirely ready to have that reconfigured, yeah? Before self gets the will, here you go, higher power. And then you humbly ask that power to do it. That's six and seven. I, I mean, I know. How, see, this uh, is, in the past, in the past, you wouldn't be, you wouldn't even be in the position to see it's trying to take it over. Right. Yeah. That's an incredible shift that you now see the robbery before the robbery. Yeah. Yeah. Not I mean, I me. get that. I get that. But I'm, I'm reading. The only reason why I'm, I'm putting like an inter interjection here is because it, it doesn't fully 
feel satisfying only because I actually read like the, the six and seven step each morning too. So I'm already turning that over. It's tricky because I do my work and I'm trying to stay out of the results and I'm okay with that. But I'm, I'm sensing even as I turn my, you know, tur turn this, the seven step over, like I, I'm doing that work. There's an insecurity. There's a sense that, damn it, even as I'm turning this stuff over and reading the seven step, it's the conscious context seems to be retracting a little bit. And I am okay with that happening, but also I'm not okay with that because it's so important. I want to turn it all over and do the will and stay out of my way. And I'm sensing something just slight, just tiny. That's, it's just, I don't know. It's. All right, Kaiser, just my, first of all, I'm not any authority. I'm sharing my own experiences with that. The conscious contact, that which is consciousness, is what's informing you of a retraction. Yeah? Yes. The head is saying the retraction is leaving that which is informing you of the retraction. It isn't. Don't buy the advertisement. Yeah, that's all. Yes? What you are can't be moved by what you're not. What you are is that conscious contact. Yeah? You're not in conscious contact. You are conscious contact. Mm. <laughs> the head says, uh-oh, there's a retraction in the force. Yeah? <laughs> and then we want to believe it. And especially because it's gone for three days. So it throws a little time in there to be more convincing. Yeah. And it's just salivating with the hope that you'll agree and start fucking make and then allow it to make a big deal out of something. Yeah. Boy, it's this really, is, it's hard, man. It's, it's so tricky. It gets in there just by me participating with it and doing the best I can. It even uses that. For sure, it uses whatever it comes in contact with, but you're in better hands than it now. So just that's where the faith of faith is like an assurance, not insurance, an assurance that you're okay. Yeah, because it's constantly trying to inform you you weren't okay, you're definitely not gonna be okay, therefore you're not okay now. Basically, if you if you took all of its little antics, you could throw them into those three baskets. Yeah, it's trying to convince you you weren't okay or you're not going to be okay or that because of that, you're not okay now. Yeah, that's what it's trying to do. I mean, it's not personal. It's just, it's not personal. It's like in that movie, how, you know, 2001, how the computer takes over the fucking, the agenda that the, the, uh, the mission, it wasn't personal, it was his programming, yeah? The humans didn't know that part, that part of the programming was there and was gonna become a huge threat to the humans. They had no idea. Well, now you do, yeah? <laughs> and, you, and basically, you're knowing it now, coincidentally, which I don't see as a coincidence, is happening while you're in a program that's based on relying on a higher power. That's why this shit becomes informed because perhaps you're in the state of the other better way. 
Now you get to see the failed system. Yeah. Yeah. People, yeah. people think they've seen the failed system. You don't see the failed system in the failed system. You see it from outside of it. That's where you see it. You see the effects of it while you're in it completely. You're out to lunch. You have no idea what's going on in it completely. You start having knowledge of it when you're relieved of it. Yeah. You know the problem from the solution. You don't know the problem from the problem. You don't. Because that knowledge doesn't lead to a solution. You know the problem from the solution. Yeah. And that perhaps is the better way of trusting something greater than finite self. And you're incapable of doing that as finite self. Right. That would be trusting finite self to trust something greater than finite self. That self can't get out of self once again. Yeah. It's like a little challenge to my faith then. That's all that it, that is then. Fuck. Well, just realize it's not your faith. It's okay. just faith. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, bro. It's always good to see you, Kaiser. Kaiser. Sozy. Cheers, Kaiser. Um, and next is Kristen. Over to you. Trying to follow everybody. Where's who's this? Tulsi? Kristen. Oh, Kristen first. Yeah. yeah. All right. I saw her in the back. All right. Go ahead. I can hear you. Okay. Um, well, thanks again, Dave, for holding this and Paul for being so available. Um, so it, I'm not even sure how to couch this question, but it's. Um, uh, last, what are we on Tuesday? So last Thursday or maybe a week ago, um, you said Paul didn't fail. Self can't get out of self. There is no Paul. And you just kind of talked about it with Kaiser about how you won't know the effects of the failed system from the failed system. You'll know it when you're out of no, no, you'll know the effects, but you won't know the cause. Of that, the yeah. So I yeah. guess mm, I'm not sure what the question is, but it's sort of like I'm missing an understanding of a little link that I just feel like, like I don't know what the question is. <laughs> Forty-two. <laughs> There's just something I'm. I've, I'm not seeing, but I feel like it's right there. Well, good. Just keep coming back, and in a week or so, or next Thursday, this coming Thursday, you'll share about, ah, I see it now. Okay. Just trust the process. Yeah, that which you don't see right now, but you can feel it, you'll be seeing, or there'll be a seeing of it. Yeah. Don't worry. I have, you know... A lot of us have been on the same operating table. Yeah. So we can assure each other that, hey, just don't get up, don't play doctor, and it's going to go really well. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. 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 See, that thing when you have a feeling that you're, you're right there, right? 
Yeah. And that you, there's a weird thing that this is going to go there, but really what happens is there's a loss of interest in this and then you're right there. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's not this, oh, I'm just missing it. No, it's like, it's like an ember of interest still in Kristen. And when it gets sufficiently lost, then, ah, <laughs> so this week you'll totally forget about this question because you'll be sitting in the answer. <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> Oops, I can't even enjoy arriving there. No, you can't. <laughs> There's a loss of interest in the story of arriving there and what it's like to be arrived. You lose interest in all that. You're just here because there's absolutely nowhere else you could ever be. It's not because of a, a, a superhuman uh, achievement or a odyssey. It's just a fact. Yeah. Yeah. I've never not been here ever. It just it was just all these assumptions flying around that caused a lot of fucking miscellaneous debris. And yet all those particles in the air didn't change the space of the sky, so to speak. You know, all the appearances in the sky don't leave any lasting effect on the sky. It's sort of like that. Yeah. And you really we really the mental state, the brain has a great reliance on its ability to know and intellectually understand and shit. That also, uh, there's a loss of interest in that, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, so. What you are doesn't need to be thought about. What you are really doesn't need to be remembered. What you are uh, can't be forgotten. You know, it's, it's doesn't, it's not in this like uh, two-step dance where it completely programmed in. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like this against that. It's very inclusive. Shit happens and this is so. It's not like shit happens, denies that this is so, or, oh, that's evidence that this isn't so. No, shit happens and this is so. See, people want this is so to be like a get out of jail free card. It isn't. That's not the way it is. What happens is it allows you to travel through the life that you are going to have. Yeah. Lighter. That's what it does. Yeah. And maybe you'll avoid a lot of shit, but you didn't know that because you avoided it. You, nothing. It never happened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but basically, whatever does happen, you'll notice that you travel lighter through it. Right. And it's very clear it wasn't homegrown. Yeah, it wasn't. You're not the source of that ability. That ability was sourced from some other place than the brain. Yeah. 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 And perhaps there's a better way and you get intimate with that better way. You don't get intimate with the better way with the old failed way. You lose interest in the failed way. Yeah. I'm not trying to convince the failed system to get interested in, in the working system. I realize it's incapable of that. Yeah? Right. It can, yeah. it can begrudgingly learn through observation, 
over the years certain shit that doesn't work, but it's really not equipped uh, because, because the message is perhaps there's an other way. It's not like perhaps the old way can get re-renovated or reinstalled or something. No, it's like they say, a new freedom and a new happiness, a new attitude and a new outlook. That implies there's no saving the old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so perhaps there's a bay, better way, trusting something infinite rather than finite self. What are we doing at these Zooms? Yeah. Was it really we were trying to go over the 12 steps? It's way beyond that. We're trusting something infinite. I just show up every Tuesday and Thursday because there's a trusting something infinite. Mm. My head would think I've gone over everything over and over again. It doesn't matter. I show up, it's always something new and like it always does. It keeps, not in a harsh way, it keeps showing up the failed system. It's just completely, is a different type of working. Yeah, that's beyond the scope or the pay scale of the failed system. Yeah? Yeah. It's incapable of doing it. And that's far out. It has its limits. And there can be great acceptance of that, which is a great relief because this really, you know, you may be putting like two tons into a half ton pickup. It can't handle the weight. You know? It's not a chariot of the gods. It isn't. <laughs> you know, it's probably fart at the wrong time, you know, tons of shit. Yeah. It gets old, you know, things sag. Yeah. Fuck. You know, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it can't do a mea culpa every day. I'm sorry. I failed you. Old great one. You know, it's just the way it is. So perhaps there's a better way is trusting that infinite which gives you a different view of the finite. It does. A much more accepting view has been my experience, really. I don't know if that's how it will happen for you, but in this case, it was more of an acceptance because my, basically the action figure in the brain started off on a bad footing. It has always been against itself, like deeply. Yeah? And uh, it just furthered that by the way it, narrated the life Paul had. And Paul couldn't get out of, you know, the amount of rocks that were put on Paul, he was never going to dig itself out of there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There was only surrender. Surrender was the only key for this action figure. And AA, that surrender would have died on the vine unless I got a met a way of life, which was recovery. That's what has given life to that surrender for 30 something years. Yeah. And I think that's what gives life to all of us is the way of living we've been introduced to and the higher power. Yeah. So, I mean, the action figure odyssey is pretty much done. Now there's a lot of other possibilities. Yeah. Yeah. What can a failed system show you? It's failed. That's its great value. So basically, maybe look down, 
you know, the, the dead horse expired. Yeah. You're not going to cop, stop trying to resuscitate it. It's over. Yeah. You're moving into recovery. Yeah. Your head is like in an other spiritual group. They would call it, your head is in the tiger's mouth already. Fucking, you know, <laughs> argue with reality all you want. You're not going to win. You know, something has yeah. plans for us and that plan is to be sober. So, Perhaps the better way is just aligning yourself with that agenda because it's greater than your agenda for sure. Yeah, mm. it is. Yeah. And if you don't honor it, shit can really happen. Yeah, I believe really the best appropriate response to sobriety is honoring it. You know, an incredible gift in this place to have, you know, a solution to an untenable condition you know, of mind and body. Fuck, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, honey, don't worry about, you're not missing anything that's there. When it's, it's like a fruit, it's going to fall. You don't have to go, you know, pray for it to fall or stand by watching it. It's going to fall. Don't worry. And you'll okay. be available and you'll catch it. Not you, Paul, or, but you'll catch it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not even for you anyway. It's going to be put to use to be available to others. That's all it is. This is never in, in the giving of the higher power. The buck doesn't stop here. It gets moved. It circulates. Yeah. It's really yeah. not of us. We are like a minor little uh, cog in this whole event. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Awesome. Yep. Thank you, Paul. Yeah. Thank you, honey. Thank you for coming to the talks every oh, week. Yeah. yeah. So um, this has been an amazing thing. I feel really. We all met. I didn't know most of any of you, and we've all met, and we've been on this little journey together for the last few months. It's pretty cool. I feel. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's really amazing to me. It's just another, like, who would have thought, you know, the pandemic occurs and then the higher power puts us on a dance card, you know, and we yeah. all meet and shit like that. It's unbelievable to me. The, uh, the divine choreography of what's at play here. And it's a great honor to be able to recognize it. Yeah. yeah? And you're not going to see it when your head's up the ass of self. You're not. And, you, and it's such a missing, really. It's such a beautiful thing to be totally okay being the butt of the joke, of the cosmic joke. <laughs> it's, really, it's really freaking unbelievable. Yeah. How, many, how much shit did I think I knew that was proven I had no idea of? All day, every day. Yeah, what can a failed system show you? It's failed. That's the point, is to recognize it's failed. It's failed to learn. It's failed to hold on to the understanding. It's not capable. Yeah? Trusting some... Stop, try, stop trusting the finite about the infinite. Trust the infinite about the finite. That's all. Mm -hmm. Simple. Yeah? 
Yeah. All right. Thanks. See you. Nice to see you, honey. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. So um, I think we're just about done for today. It's uh, no more hands up. If anyone else has got a question, go it now or forever hold your peace. Get your hands up. He gets off early then today. That's good. Brilliant. Oh, no, there's one. Ah, oh, Johannes. You almost got away there, Paul, but he's come in. Bloody hell. There you go. <laughs> Over to you, mate. You're on, Johannes. Hey, Johannes. You're unmuted, mate. You're still muted. There you go. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, what comes up is um, I have a question. I mean, I see clearly and you show it so beautifully. I could not trust the failed system. Um, but I have a problem with the um, trust because I see quite clearly that I could not trust myself, the failed system, but um, quite often in my life there was a point where I could say I, could, I couldn't deal with it. I have to trust it some, some higher power or whatever, and it seemingly not work. So um, I really have problem to, to trust. And could you say something to that or how to? Yes, to... yes, yes. Well, see, the thing is, the man, in my, the way I see it, the man, the demand isn't you trusting it. It's mm -hmm. losing trust in you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's using, it's losing trust in the you that you're expecting or having, you're basing things on to having that trust something. Yeah. Okay. I'm not trusting the you concerning the higher power. Okay. Yeah. To me, the you is the representative of the failed system. Uh, in other uh, words, I'm not using the failed system to rely on the, on the working system. I just yeah. recognize the failed system cannot possibly do that because all it does is reinvent itself. Yeah. Yeah. So basically there's been a submission to the program and what I, and what I've learned from being involved in the program to allow the transfer of that trust from the finite to the infinite. Okay. It's not my trust. It's trust. So that tr the my trust is what fucking infects it in a way. So okay, it's okay. trust. So the trust that I had in the failed system has now hit a point where it's obvious it doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And I've also yeah. learned. Uh, I think I'm losing you. And okay. I've also learned how the problem's going to disguise itself as me. So I don't trust me trying to have trust in the infinite. I realize I have no trust in the finite. And then the program moves the trust I had in the finite to the infinite. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it's a different description. The idea, see, having trust in the finite is thinking that the finite has to trust the higher power. It doesn't. Okay, okay, yeah, that's a big relief. <laughs> yes, yes, it's a moving of that trust in the failed system, which is demonstrated by, oh, I've got to <laughs> convince 
the system to have trust in the higher power. No, <laughs> that's, uh, that's the failed system trying to get out of the failed system. You just recognize the conditions that you seem to be in and allow yeah. those conditions to be changed by a program or by entertaining these new ideas. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right? Yeah, that's good. Oh, that's, that's cool, great. bro. Thank and you. And I feel you. like you're doing very well. Yeah, thank you. It's a nice here to be to be here, yeah. So oh, thank you, Paul. I think he's dipped out. Skip. You obviously had a profound effect on him there, Johannes. <laughs> <laughs> he's lost for words, my God. Okay. Um, is he still there? Does anyone see him? Can anyone see him on the board? Or is he just gone, Mike? Can you see him? Well, how about that? Let's stop the live stream there. Okay. So I think we'll probably call it a day there. He's probably gone out. So he may come back in. I just wanted to say thank you very much again for coming along. You won't get your goodbyes okay. today. He does a goodbye. Um, so, uh, oh, here he is. <laughs> anyway, before I let him in, just to say that tonight we've got a woman who's 50 or today, 51 years sober, who's on the Shivering Beginners meeting. Uh, so please come along. The details are in chat. It would be great to see you there. So, yeah, here he is. He's back. I'm trying to mute. There you are. Hey, mate. I'm happy. Uh, yeah, sometimes I hit the wrong button on the phone. I'm not, right. don't know how to use this thing. That's okay. That's All right. Okay. So I just want to say hello and goodbye to everyone. Yeah. Let me get you. Let me take a look. So, David, thank you for doing all of this. And everyone, it's because right, yeah. of David setting up this platform that we've had, had this uh, little Zoom odyssey for the last few months. Very, very good. There's Helen. Nice to see you, Helen and Leah. Yeah, nice to see you. Uh, we got Daz. Daz, always nice. Make sure you, you catch fish that are smaller than you, Daz. Yeah. We got Kristen. We got Paul. Paul is uh, going, uh, he's muted today, at least with his color choices. We got Mike Z the main man in uh, the United States, Kaiser. We got 944272. Nice to see you again. We got Rob Farr. Thanks again for that share a couple weeks ago, Rob. Fantastic. We got Ava. Ava, who I, AKA Virginia, for some reason, I don't know. We got Beatrice. Beatrice is uh, flowing quite well. Nice to see you, Beatrice. We got Mary Ann there. Hey, Mary Ann. Jim and Trish. We got Johannes. We got Danny. Danny looks like he's at the beach. Mm -hmm. Pretty nice. Yeah. We got uh, Bernice. Nice to see you, Bernice. There's my friend Roman. Nice to see you, Roman. Say hello to Barbara for me. Always a pleasure. Thanks for all the donations. Quite helpful. Mickey. The, the foundational stone of Zooms and Bitch Slap Zoom. Mm -hmm. We got Dennis. Dennis, I hope your son's doing all right. Mm -hmm. No? Oh, uh, well, you're doing all right. Yeah, good. Kelly, Jack G, on the move. Yeah, from house to house. He, he has a strange de definition of camping. 
Others would call it squatting, but hey, what the hell, it's working. We got G, G, G was quiet today. All right, G. He was. We got Therese from Madeira, California. Marcia, Marcia, Marcia. We got Ann, Ann S. Nice to see you, Ann. Tofa. We got an iPad, iPaul, whoever that is, must be me. Jackie. <laughs> James Lebowski. Oh, I'm happy we didn't lose you, Lebowski. There's Hillary from St. Peter. Peterborough, Peter, where, Petersburg, Florida, I guess. Yeah. Jim, Randy, Gail. Nice to see you, Gail. You got some stuff on your face. Must be the picture. Hopefully. All right. Everyone else who I can't see, thank you so much for this opportunity to, to spend this time with you. I really, really appreciate it. I'll see you either tomorrow night or Thursday or whenever. All right. Thanks, Paul. Thank you. Here's Paul. Yes. Thank you. See you guys. Bye. 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 Bye.